Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Peg City Chat with Nat. I am your host, Natalie Bell, also known as Peg City Lovely, and you know I love to talk lifestyle. So today, talking with someone who is all about lifestyle as well, some may call her an expert, as a matter of fact, she is a TV personality. She is coming to Winnipeg for the Winnipeg Home and Guardian Show. And I'm super excited to talk with her today about the latest in home improvements. So everyone say a grand hello and welcome to Amanda Aaron. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Natalie. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for hosting me. Thanks for coming on. I'm excited. We have so much to talk about today. But before we do... Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, that's a really loaded question, Natalie, <laughs> but I will do my best. I mean, sometimes I think I have I wear so many hats. I have to figure out really what is the one um, way to describe myself. But I will tell you that absolutely um, I am a lifestyle uh, expert. Um, I work in TV as a TV personality on the Marilyn Dennis show, and we talk a lot about lifestyle trends, interior design, what's going on with um, anything from, like you say, home improvement, brand new builds, decorating, color, all that great stuff. Um, My former name was Amanda Forrest, and we recently rebranded myself, my name, my entire life to be Amanda Aaron, so that's exciting in itself. Um, I'm a mother of five. I think that people already all, always gasp when they when they hear that, but I'm, I'm definitely <laughs> a mother of five, with my youngest being two 10-year-old identical twin girls, and my oldest is now 24 years old. I, I can't even believe it. Wow. Um, I do a lot of public speaking engagements about design and lifestyle trends. Um, I'm actually a bargain hunter at heart. Don't you love a good bargain? Now? Absolutely. Uh, Thrift it, away, yes. No, right. Absolutely. So although I feel really blessed to work on some exciting, elaborate creative projects with my clients, I also love a great bargain. Um, And so that has kind of stuck with me as my business has grown throughout the years. Um, I do a lot of collaborations with companies as well, working to talk about what um, are upcoming trends in products. So it could be products like paint or faucets or floor tiles. Um, And so I've really grown in, um, in the in the fact um, with our, sorry, I've really grown in, in the um, uh, online sort of influencer realm, I guess, which yes. is really new to me. I mean, that wasn't something that was even really around when I started my career a good 15 plus years ago, if wow. you can believe it. So, um, so I'm always learning and, you know, I love creative diversity. So I work on a lot of different projects. I love it. And I, I'm listening to you speak and I'm like, hmm, I could talk to her about this. Hmm. I could talk to her about this. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's like a really loaded question when someone is like, hey, Amanda, so what do you do for a living? I'm, uh, 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 uh. I create stuff. I create stuff. It's my, you know, for a long time I joked that um, maybe I should get a real job. Um, but I've stopped saying that because I do think that um, creatives as a whole, we need to be taken seriously. And we are being taken much more seriously in this wonderful creative age that we're in. Exactly. All of us who are... Yeah, doing all these awesome different projects. There's so many great ways to make a living now, and it, it's it's really exciting time to be an entrepreneur. I absolutely agree. So, okay, we're talking about essentially home improvement lifestyle. 
What is it and how did it turn into your passion? I mean, did you start out younger doing lots of arts and crafts and those types Mm -hmm. of things? Or Mm -hmm. like, how did it just morph into this is your passion that you actually get to live every day now? That is such a great question. Actually, I was just recently talking to someone about this, thinking, how did I actually turn this into a job? I don't remember as a child specifically understanding that being an interior designer uh, was an actual career. I don't remember being presented that. In fact, in school, we had to do a test at one point to determine what might our what might be our future career, and they actually determined I should be a veterinarian. <laughs> I can't. Stand, I love animals, but I cannot stand the sight of blood. So that's very very far from that from what my actual passion could be. So I find that kind of funny. Uh, fast forward a little bit though, and I have to say that um, my mother was very influential in helping me. Um, I, I guess. Um, celebrate my creativity and one of the earliest stories I can remember was about being 11 and as a birthday gift she gave me a sum of money I believe it was $200 which at the time just seemed huge it was $200 allowance to go to Ikea with her and be able to pick out what I wanted to redecorate my bedroom Uh. it's definitely my earliest memory of having that kind of buzz inside my soul for lack of better words that um, really gave me a spark into thinking I really love this So fast forward quite a few years, and I bought my first house when I was about 20. And so um, I think my love of um, home improvement really began there because it was a place for me to experiment. So, And I made mistakes. Wow, haven't we all? (laughs) I decorating hoopla mistakes. Um, But, you know, that's how we learn. And I also learned a lot about um, installing things like tile or doing even a little bit of Um, plumbing work or wallpapering. I'm not saying it was the best or that I would want to do it uh, for a living. I would definitely not be qualified, but I know enough about it uh, now that I'm able to use that as a foundation when we're working with our trades and home improvement. Um, I understand a lot about construction and a lot about decorating, so they mesh together um, and, you know, provide that practical solution, those practical solutions that I'm always trying to come up with for my clients. Absolutely. You talked a little bit about experimentation, and I was going to ask you, so what else is it that you love other than experimentation about this type of lifestyle with the home improvement and interior decorating and things like that? Well, my experimentation, uh, throughout the years I've experimented a lot with art. I actually do love to paint, so of course I started painting walls um, because I couldn't afford a painter, so I was painting my own walls just as you would normally. And that kind of developed into creating um, something a little bit more interesting for my children's bedroom. So I moved on to doing some murals and things in their room. Um, One time I remember for uh, one of my children they were born, I painted an entire underwater themed mural um, for them. Um, So then that kind of developed into doing painting, uh, more traditional painting on canvases. So I still experiment with that a lot and I still really enjoy it. Um, Next to that, I think that my experimentation through uh, lifestyle and creativity has come um, really in the form of of a digital format. So now we do a lot more um, of our presentations and pulling together design concept ideas through things like the use of you know, Pinterest, uh, which we didn't have years ago, and other, uh, you know, other online influences. And so I'm able to um, pull together our design boards, experiment with how things would look without having to do things sort of 
um, old-fashioned sort of cut-and-paper style. So I really enjoy that. Um, and I would like to be even stronger, I think, on the digital side. I think because, you know, we have endless opportunity um, when we're working with um, technology. Oh, absolutely. Even right mm. now, as we are yeah. talking, how are we talking together? We're putting this on a podcast. It's live. It's, you know, awesome. those types of things. That's I completely agree with you. Well, let's let's get to the flip side of it all. So, of course... You said uh, experimentation and the creativity is the stuff you love about it. We also said you've made some mistakes before. I'm curious, and I'm sure people are curious, what is the most challenging thing about home improvement? Oh, well, from a mistake standpoint, I would say that, I mean, here's one of the biggest disasters, and I'll share, and I'll tell you, I don't think I've shared this with many people, so I must really trust you, Natalie. (laughs) Um, in 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 my first house, I installed... Uh, dark blue, it was a really nice color blue, dark blue, navy blue, wall-to-wall carpet on the entire main floor of my house. I thought I was being practical because it was a dark color, but it was still, you know, a color that was easy enough to work with. Well, it was way too bossy. And, of course, when it came time to sell the house, not everyone shared my love of navy blue carpet. And so I would say that that was probably a mistake in the sense that um, one of the most more expensive things in the home that was too hard to rip out, I, uh, you know, I went maybe too far on the trendy side. Um, So, you know, certainly learning from that mistake going forward, I was sure to install uh, more neutral materials in the things that were either the most expensive things going into the house or the things that, you know, were more difficult to change and reserve my more colorful side or my more pattern filled side or whatever for things that could be removed, could be altered down the road. Because we think we're not going to get tired of stuff. We do. So we oh, want to make sure do. that we're able to, you know, transition things nicely. Yes. Uh, and then we're not, you know, we're not constantly feeling like, oh my goodness, I'm sick of that. I'm sick of that. We want to really sort of enjoy, enjoy our home and build on it rather than ripping things out constantly. So, yeah. Yes. And, and I, you know, that saying, a good home is never done. It's so true. It's never done. I think that people who enjoy their home and families who enjoy their spaces are kind of always working on them. It's kind of like fashion. It's more, homes are more of a personality that evolves. And I think you just, you never finish it. Like you are, I mean, as you talked about your mom of five, I'm a mom of three. My, my oldest is 21. She moved out. I have my 17 year old who's about to graduate. And then I have my six year old son. And so when we first move in here, uh, seven years ago, we built custom built our home. We, we didn't, uh, well, first our son wasn't on the menu at the time. So, so we just had the two teenage girls and we knew we wanted to have another child eventually. And then surprise, there he is. Um, (laughs) So we continue to morph and our home has now, you know, the, the basement has now not only been the family room, but now my son is a hockey rock star. So now the office is completely changed to make sure he has room to, to, to do trick shots and, you know, shoot on his net. And so, yes, a home is never truly ever finished. It's always a work in progress. And I actually love that because as the kids move out and come back home and move out, (laughs) come back home, things change, right? I find a lot of people, especially with our clientele, they're not um, being so quick to move. We have 
most of our clients at this point are renovating um, because of the cost of moving, because they don't want to uproot the children from the school system that they're in, yeah. uh, you know, so house prices, different things like that. So I think depending on where you live in Canada, um, you know, that could be a factor as well. Uh, it's a lot of work to move, you know, and chances are that you're not necessarily moving into a home that completely fits you anyway. So exactly. a lot of people would, would move and then end up having to renovate. So, uh, so we, the bulk of our clients now are staying uh, in the home they've been in and working within the confines of that. And, yeah. and you know, that's, it's a, it's a really great, um, sort of, uh, a great way to use your budget, right? Cause you're not spending on movers, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Exactly. Okay, now this is a tough question because I wouldn't even know how to describe describe my own. So how, and I don't even, yeah, I don't know how to describe my own home improvement style. I would say maybe, maybe modern, contemporary. I, I don't even know if those are the words to use, what the buzzwords are, but how would you describe your own home improvement style and how would you help someone describe theirs? Well, I think I have to use a really funny sort of analogy to describe my personal style. I would say it's like Lady Gaga meets Coco Chanel. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. So, uh, that's really me. It's me in fashion. I mean, I'm sporting pink hair right now, so that's pretty Lady Gaga-ish. Um, I, you know, I love traditional lines. So, um, you know, at the heart of me, I love a traditional architecture. I love a lot of molding. I love a lot of white. I love crystal chandeliers. I love white marble. All those things are quite traditional. Having said that, I love an awesome, modern, abstract. I love fantastic black and white photography. Yes. I love um, quirky elements. Like, you know, I, I, for instance, I have a lamp that has feet that look like chicken feet. <laughs> you know, I love kind of quirky things like that. So to me, that's kind of the Lady Gaga side of things because I don't think that design should be taken so seriously. I think we should enjoy this, you know, this process. So, so yes, definitely those traditional element, elements uh, meets modern. Um, I, I'm not a huge fan of the word sort of contemporary. I, I feel like it's vague. What is contemporary? I know. I'm, even, I'm like, I've, I've just heard it vague. in my, my years. I've just heard yeah. it. And I'm like, what is that? I've heard what does it that really so mean? It's like, a, it's totally non-committal, right? So um, I think when we're, when I, I think the word transitional describes a lot of what our clients are looking for, which means we want something sort of in the middle. Yes. If you go too quiet, then you're not getting the drama factor that I, I believe that our clients are looking for from an interior designer. When we flip through those magazines and we're trying to get that, you know, magazine-worthy style, a lot of what we, I, I believe that we find interesting in it is the tension. So designers are good at taking extremes. So the extreme traditional mixed with extreme modern and, and you know, bringing it together in this plethora of, like, you know, incredible, awesome visuals. We're really good at doing that kind of thing. So I think, um, you know, that comes with courage. So courage, experimentation, um, and that, you know, after lots of practice. And the more people work on their homes, the better they'll get at pulling together what really, um, you know, celebrates their own personal style. Yes, and it may not even have a description or a name. Exactly. As long as it works for you, that's important. You're the person living there. Um, You know, and realistically behind those photo shoots of those, uh, you know, magazine shoots, that's not the reality of how everyone's living. So I think we have to give ourselves a break too and understand that the reality is that there's, you know, can be Cheerios on the floor (laughs) and the pillows are not always propped up nicely. That's right. And, you know, um, 
you know, because we're guess, actually was living. Yesterday. Sorry, what's that? <laughs> because we're actually living. We're actually living. Yes. See, my daughter was eating a snack on the sofa yesterday, and she got crumbs everywhere. And I was, I felt like I was frustrated inside. And then I saw my little dog come over and eat up all the crumbs off the sofa, and I was like, "Oh, great! Well, that's done. That's all." <laughs> You know, that's, that's, that's our life. So That's awesome. So you are coming to Winnipeg yes. for the Winnipeg Home and Garden Show, April 4th to 7th, which is Thursday to Sunday. And I know you're going to be sharing quite a few things at the show, so I don't want to give away too much of that because, of course, people should be going to, to the show to see you. Thank you. Um, but can you tell us some of the trends that you're seeing that maybe you can predict even for summer and fall? Well, that's a great question, and you know, I'm always on the on the fence with the word trend because, yeah. I, you know, I, although I haven't, I've yet to come up with another word. So if you have, great, Natalie, but I I can't. But I, I know it's really <laughs> interesting to look to the future and what's happening uh, in home improvement for sure, in design and decorating. Uh, you know, one thing that I I love in design right now, uh, and I think we're going to continue to see more of that through the summer and into the fall, is this uh, definitely a more is more look. And I think the best way to describe that is it's a look of more courage. And I think more courage has come from um, the shows like this, awesome uh, shows that give people lots of inspiration. You know, we've got lots of great online content. We've got TV shows. All of these inspirational elements that are giving homeowners more courage to bring together um, design elements that they may have not had the courage to do before. So yes. an example of that would be, say, painted cabinetry. We all love our white cabinets. We love our white shaker cabinets all throughout Canada. I've, I've traveled and spoken all throughout Canada, and there is such a love of white sh- shaker cabinets. But we're moving forward, and I'm starting to see more courage, like a bathroom vanity that's painted navy blue, an island that's painted a deep dark green in the kitchen. We're really embracing color more and we're and we're having more courage when it comes to painting our cabinetry. Um, I'm also seeing a lot, uh, still a lot of interest in doing some great tile designs. So uh, maybe we're not necessarily doing them all in color because I do understand living with tiles a lot of color. Maybe it's not for everyone, but some nice black and white geometrics, you know, they're still popular. Uh, which I think is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, we're still seeing a lot of brass. It hasn't seemed to go anywhere. We're mixing it with uh, chrome and silver and black, and it looks awesome. Um, and we're going to continue to see that, I believe, right through uh, into the winter months as well. So there's actually a ton to look forward to in design. Like I said, we're in a really cool time right now, really cool time. There's so many exciting colors and looks going on. So, yeah, it's very vibrant. Yeah. I feel a lot of vibrancy. Vibrant, yeah. yeah, that's a great word to describe it, vibrant, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I think, too, because sometimes when things feel a little bit more sort of chaotic in the world, and I know there's been so much going on in the world, and um, uh, sometimes it's not always positive that we, we are able to sort of turn inwards into our homes and focus on, you know, creating those sanctuaries that we love and the feeling of safety that we love in our home and for our families. And I really have seen that. Uh, particularly in the, last, in the last year, people's, uh, you know, sort of de- devotion and commitment to creating that sanctuary for their family. I love that. It, mm-hmm. It's true. It's one of those things where there's still times, you know, 
where we drive up to the driveway of our home and it's like, oh my God, I can't believe we live here. We built this together. Yeah. This is our house, you know? I love that okay. feeling. Um, so, okay, let's talk about um, some things for, for those that are listening or will be listening. There's a lot of people who want to do some home improvements. They want to start. Yeah. What are some of the tips and tricks that you have for people to to think about when they're wanting to start some home improvement? That's a really great question. So I think I think we have to think about budget first yes. because our budget really is going to determine where would be the best place to spend our cash. Right. Hard-earned cash, where do we want to spend it? And I think sometimes people feel that the word budget is some kind of bad word. It's not. It's just the allotment of money that you choose to spend on a particular space in your house. Yeah. So if it's, if it's $200 or $200,000, that's going to determine where we're going to spend best spend those funds. Um, so that would be the first uh, 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 question to t- get real about, I guess. Um, I, I'm not a fan of aimlessly just going out shopping. I, I think that you, you, without having a plan of how much you want to spend, you can blow your budget with your eyes shut. Yes. And then it causes tension and it, it you know, you, it, and, and you're not able to take advantage of what you possibly could have done for the cash. So get real about the budget. Um, and then second to that, I would say spend the time in pulling together what it is you are looking to achieve. So this means if you're working on your entryway, say, say you know what, our entryway is too small. It doesn't, it feels crowded when we walk in. It doesn't feel welcoming. I don't like it, blah, blah, blah. So you think to yourself, okay, we have $5,000 for this. How best to spend the $5,000? Well, start looking at photos of entryways that you like um, because you want to make sure that you are going to have a visual, have a vision for the end result of your entryway and how much it's going to cost before you even start going shopping. So have a look, understand I'm looking for black and white tile or I'm looking for blue wallpaper or I'm looking for a light that's brass, like have an idea by looking at images um, so that you can pull together what the feeling is going to be in your entranceway. The third thing, very, very important, Measure, measure, measure. <laughs> there have been one gazillion couches that have not fit pe- through people's doorways, or you haven't ordered enough tile, or the light fixture's too small, and so on and so on. When we go shopping at stores, there are oftentimes big showrooms, big warehouses, and they are not in scale with what we are actually living within. So what might look great in the store is not necessarily going to translate well size-wise into your space. So those three things, budget, inspiration, and measure. Once you've got those three things in hand, you're prepared to go and get estimates from trades that you want because you've got your measurements in hand, you've got photos of what you want, and you're prepared to take advantage of sale items or things like that because you've got clear visuals on what you're looking for. Those are three amazing tips. Thank you so much because... Again, people see a lot of things online, they see all these things, and they just don't know where to start. And so, I mean, you can go and research all sorts of stuff, but to have those three simple tips, I think is is perfect for anyone who's looking to start some home improvements. So, thank you. I just want to say, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. 
for making mistakes, right? Yes, of <laughs> course. I know those are the best tips for making mistakes. So learn <laughs> from me. Those are the three best tips. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciated talking with you. I think we could probably have gone on for another half hour. <laughs> for sure. Um, next time we'll do YouTube live and I'll show you parts of my house and we can go through that. <laughs> oh, I would love that. That would be fun, I think. Um, so anyone listening and everyone listening, Amanda will be at the Winnipeg Home and Garden Show this weekend coming up April 4th to the 7th at the RBC Convention Center. She will be sharing some of her other top picks that she's got for home improvement projects. She's going to share some of those spring design trends that we're going to uh, be very excited to learn about. She'll be hitting the main stage all, I think, well, three days in a row. Thursday, yeah, Thursday Friday, Friday, and, and Saturday. Friday. Yeah, yes. and a, a, from a practical standpoint, because we talked about I'm that person who loves the deal, we actually have, if you use the promo code AMANDA, all capitals right now, you get two for one ticket. Awesome. Good. Right? Thank you. Thank no, you. Come on down and say hi. Yes. So promo code is Amanda. The uh, Instagram is at WPG Home Shows. That's for the home show um, Instagram. And then Amanda's Instagram is Amanda.Aaron. And that's A-E-R-I-N dot style. And of course, you can catch her on her website as well. amanda dash Aaron.com. So thank again, you. thank you so much. I actually will be seeing you. Uh, I can't, I d- haven't decided which night I'm going, but I think I'm coming Friday. Amazing. I yes. can't wait to see your hair in person. I'm <laughs> with your hair. So I need to see this in person. I want to touch those beautiful girls. <laughs> and I will allow that. Yes. Okay, thank you. Because we are we're good now. We're cool. We we've, we've introduced cool, each other. Awesome. We're yes. So I will see you Friday sometime. And uh on the main stage, I think you're on at five, I wanna say. I'm on at five on Friday. Awesome. So everyone listening, I really, really hope and encourage you that you should go and check out Amanda and all she has to talk about with home improvement lifestyle trends at the Winnipeg Home Show here in Winnipeg. Thank you, Amanda. I hope you have an amazing week and we'll see you in a few days. Amazing. Thanks so much, Natalie. See you soon. You bet. Bye. All right. Bye-bye.